Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found the Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here is your host, Glenise. Hello and welcome to the Glenise Show with myself, Glenise Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. I just don't even have words for how grateful I am for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So this week's show is about dealing with the tough days. And I was going to put changing the tough days or healing the tough days, like something like that. And then I realized it was actually in contrast to what I was going to speak about. Uh, So dealing with the tough days is, I would say, the very first thing that I would like to talk to about that is that tough days are not wrong. And this is especially like in my world, and of course I do my shows based on what I'm going through, and this is something that's been up in my world for a little while, where there's been some tough days. And the first energy that comes up for that for me, and I'm sure for many of you guys, is it's wrong. Like I have a bunch of tools, so I shouldn't have tough days. And then it becomes this kind of secret because You don't want to tell anybody that you're having a bad day or that it's tough or that, um, you know, you're feeling pissy or whatever it might be going on. And especially, and this is kind of the funny piece, but especially if there isn't uh, a reason for it. So if we can say, oh, I'm having a tough day because, then it becomes maybe a little bit more ease to, to share because we've got the story. But if we don't even have the story, then what? And so for me, I mean, I have some stories that I could say, oh, I've had tough days because blah, 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 and nothing major, just blah, blah, blah. And it's actually not about that either. And so for the first, you know, again, the piece that I really got for me was like, it's okay. It's okay to have tough days. You don't have to uh, automatically go into changing it. And, and that's I, I've just, I just brought up so much awareness for me through this whole process because like how often has that been the first thing? And I mean, I'm speaking about me, of course, is like if I don't feel, uh, you know, awesome, if I don't feel wonderful, if I'm not flying high, the first thing is to change it. And, and it's okay if it changes it because it's just not feeling yummy. That's, that's different. But what I realized was a lot of that changing was coming from because this is wrong. Feeling this icky, this annoyed, this frustrated, this pissy, this I just want to sit and watch, you know, Netflix. Um, and, and when I say that, you you've maybe have heard me talk on other radio shows. Uh, I will watch Netflix or TV uh, sometimes as a generation, like there's an it's I'm generating something. And so it's a totally different energy than what I've been choosing it from uh, lately, which so I just wanted to clarify that. So what if none of it is wrong? And even like when I finally got to that with myself, I was like, wow, like, wow. Because even acknowledging it's not wrong creates more space. And I don't mean creates more space because then it's changing the tough day. It just creates more space. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. Here we are. This is, and I say tough day. I mean, we could even just call it even a tough moment because it doesn't have to be a whole day. But when it's different than what we've decided we should be experiencing, and that always causes a problem, because how much judgment is that? Because one of the things that I've been uh, working with, uh, actually since January, all of you, if you've been listening to my radio show, you know that I've been working out and been seeing a personal trainer and really shifting things that way. And along with that has been some problems with my feet and it was getting better and better and better. And then, uh, and then it didn't, <laughs> then it got worse and it just seems to be getting worse since I've been seeing physio and, and continuing with my training and doing what's required. And last week I just, I just I was done like I when I went to my trainer actually cried and it's not something that that's not a comfort level for me but I was just so 
done. Uh, the day before I had went out and had hung posters for uh, an event for a couple hours. And that night was probably the worst that my feet had ever been. And, and so when I went and saw her the next day, I mean, I had all of this like intense potency uh, and it just like rolled out as tears and just frustration because for one well there's been a couple other times but one of the few times in my life that I've been really choosing to move my body and excited about it and taking the steps and uh, you know speaking of taking the steps it's been extremely difficult to physically take the steps uh, sometimes and so I just I just hit the wall and and not and 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 I was I was good with that when I did it like it it there was a relief in it but what I could so perceive from her was you know she wanted to fix it and and I get that we do that I've done that to a million people you know they're uncomfortable so I want to make them comfortable and it's like it's actually okay to be in that space. It's okay to, I mean, I called it hit the wall, but I don't know that that's the proper terminology for it. Because I, I almost want to say I got to the, the, got to the other side of it, you know, which is, again, if you listen to my shows, you know I don't speak about things until I get to the other side of it, uh, just because it's not going to change anything if I'm kind of in my, you know, poor, poor me energy of it. And that's kind of what I perceived last week when I was just really willing to be vulnerable and just... And, and potent, I mean, <laughs> I could do a lot of weights last week, let me tell you. Um, and so, you know, like that's that energy of like, just I'm so done with this. And, and if we don't make that wrong, then that potency that came up when I was speaking with her, um, and even afterwards, it not, didn't have anything to do with her, but just kind of that, all that vulnerability, the potency of it, that's the energy often that we're holding back, that we're stopping, that we're not willing to be. Uh, you know, maybe there's a discomfort to it. Well, <laughs> I know there was for me. Uh, and also, we're infinitely aware. So we're also aware of how uncomfortable it will make the people around us. And it's really up to us to not give a fuck about that. Like really to be okay with that. And even if somebody, you know, if you're aware that if you be that with somebody and they're going to try to fix it, that like even be okay with that. Like she wasn't wrong for that. That's I, and I'm not saying that in any way. It was like that choice for her and then the choice for me and then looking at, okay, so, so now what, now what? And and not making it wrong. And I don't know that I could say that enough times through the show. So I apologize now for how many times I'll say that. And really look at that for yourself. Look at those tough days, those tough moments, those tough relationships, those tough conversations, those like what, whatever that is for you or all of that might be for you. Like, what if you stop making yourself wrong? What if you don't think it shouldn't be that way? <sighs> yeah. And I did a, I actually did a, a video about this not that long ago on my, I do a weekly newsletter and uh, there's a weekly video in that. And, uh, and so I talked about that, but I wasn't really, I didn't put piece it to this other piece until last week. Uh, Cause I mean, ultimately we're not wrong. We're never wrong. And then when you get it, you get it. <laughs> and that's kind of where I really perceived that I got to last week. And then even more so uh, yesterday. So you guys, know again that I, I uh, chat with a friend once a week Angela Johnson and and same thing when her and I got on the zoom I just said to her you know I am going to pretend like I don't know access right now because I want to tell you where I'm at and and I know all the things that I should be doing and saying and thinking and you know the tools I know it all I know it all and yet I just want to put out there where I'm at right now and, and we can go from there. So it's not like I wanted to put it out there and then her and I could like pick through the shit. That's not what I was talking about. And I also wanted to just lay it all out there. And it was, it was interesting because as I was doing it, it was like, I was laughing as I do because there was just a different energy to it. So again, I was in allowance of the crazy. So the feet thing is only one piece of, of all the different things that I spoke to her about. And just the allowance for me and the allowance for it not to be wrong. And that's the one of the billions of reasons that I love to play with Angela, because it's it's not that 
I, you know, she doesn't sit there and judge me as I talk, whether I'm doing it from, you know, access speak or I'm doing it from just here's all the shit. Uh, you know, it's, she's just there and she's just present and she's just, you know, how, how can I contribute to this? Um, and that just, again, even that, and that's where I really started to, you know, kind of have more and more awareness with what if we just allow ourselves those tough moments, those tough days. Now, I say that, but please know, I don't mean then, you know, uh, I should record my radio show from that place because that wouldn't be fun for anybody to listen to. And it wouldn't actually be fun for me to record it either that way. But just in that moment of the of it, allow yourself it. Just allow it. It's not wrong. And I know for myself, and I'm sure many of you guys have done the same thing of you look at somebody and you go, oh my gosh, you know, they've got it all figured out. They never have days like this. They never go through this. And I've told this story before, and I'm going to tell it again because it was just, it was one of those moments for me. And it was actually back in 2012 when I took my first certified facilitator training with Access Consciousness. And Dane had done uh, an evening class. And it was, oh my gosh, it was phenomenal as Dane's class. I mean, as all of the classes are. The next morning he came in and he talked about how when he left the class that night, he felt like it was horrible, that nobody liked him, that he'd done a bad job. Like he had all of these, I'm going to say like insecurities. And it was just like, whoa, whoa. I... It never crossed my mind that Gary Ordain, the founders of Access Consciousness, would have moments like that. And when I say that, I don't mean, oh, thank God, now I can have them too. But it was such a relief to go, wow, okay, so he's not perfect. And and this is often, I mean, I've, I share very openly on my radio show, so you guys know that if you've been listening. So it's also where I share that from, and people will say that to me, gosh, I didn't know you had bad days, or this could go on. Please know that, not from the place of like, so we can all have bad days and just continue to create, you know, crap, that's not what I'm saying, but just from the space of like, we've all got stuff going on, everybody, everybody. So if you have allowance for you, through the tough days, the tough moments, the tough weeks, the tough months, whatever it might be, if you choose to be allowance for you, which means it's not right, it's not wrong, there's no point of view, then what? Then what could we actually all contribute to each other? Because that's the other thing is like, if we're also all willing to be vulnerable about it. Now, I mean, I don't mean you have to have a radio show and tell the world about it, or you need to post about it on Facebook. Because uh, sometimes that's not going to create more. There's there are people on the planet who love to see that you have a bad day, so they can feel better about themselves. So you know, don't don't walk out into this world totally unaware. And with the people that you know that would be willing to contribute, then don't put on the pretend mask with them. Just, just be you. And it doesn't even mean you have to tell them. It means that you just be you with them. So in that moment, if you is pissy, <laughs> don't change that. Now, again, not being pissy to people because you're pissy, you know, often that's kind of like the, the secret agenda that we play with in terms of like, well, I'm pissy, so everybody around me is going to be pissy. Not that energy. That's not what I'm talking about. But just be you in that, in that space. And then there are going to be some people where you do need to put a smile on your face. You do need to do a little bit of pretending uh, from that energy. Like if you're going into... I don't know, you're going and buying clothes, you're going shopping, and the person helping you is, you know, hey, how are you today? I mean, you could go into I'm pissy, and the life sucks, and this is shit. I mean, you could do that. Uh, it doesn't matter, but you just might want to check out what will create greater and what's going to create greater for you. So this whole first segment is about what I'm going to say is, for me... <laughs> there've been the biggest shift in the last I'm going to say couple of weeks and it's kind of been you know in little bits and pieces definitely last week with the trainer and then yesterday with Angela of kind of getting to like hey it's actually okay there's no judgment and we don't need to make it more 
you know, so it's not like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. And then this is horrible. And this is horrible. And this, you know, we don't need to do that either. Just recognize this is a tough moment. And I'm not wrong. And even if nobody else on the planet is having a tough day, it's still okay for you to have a tough day. You know, so I talked earlier about like, you know, seeing Dean, Dean, Jesus, Dean have that tough day. And then I was like, whoa, for me, there was just this space. Uh, So it doesn't mean we have to look for that either. We don't have to go, okay, I'm okay, because they're having a tough day too. It just does create a little bit more space for us. There is is this energy of like, wow, okay, (sighs) here we are. And this isn't wrong. And I'm not wrong. And not from the energy of changing it, but just from the energy of acknowledging it. Because that's really what I, again, this whole first segment is about not making it wrong and not even having to change it. That doesn't have to be the first step. Because I just, I'm so aware now of how much I've utilized that as I'm going to say a distraction to actually being present with what is. And not present with what is so I can keep, you know, feeling pity for myself or whatever crazy that is. Not from that energy, but from really like, okay, here's where we're at. No judgment, being the infinite allowance that I truly be, and being with it. And I just, I don't even know really how to put into words what that has contributed to me with all the different things that have seeming to be (laughs) going on or not going on or the crazy and all of that because there's just this space with that and again not the space to change it and that is I'm gonna say like something I don't know that I've ever truly considered before and it's from that from that I'm gonna say reaction actually it's got that energy of reaction like if I'm having a tough moment or a tough day there's this reaction to fix it. There's this reaction to ensure that uh, it, it has to change right now. And what if it doesn't? Now, if you're going down the pity party, if you're uh, making yourself a victim, if you're doing all of that, and that's a totally different energy than actually just being in the space of allowance of it, acknowledgement of it, Yeah, just get that energy. Like if there's something going on in your life right now, get the energy of that for you. Like what if you didn't make it wrong? And what if you didn't make it right? And what if you just beat allowance for it? Which is kind of like this energy of like, okay, I'm choosing that right now. Like call it like it is, because we know we're choosing it. At least I know I'm choosing it. I, I am aware of me choosing what I'm choosing. And it's not wrong. Like, what if we don't ever have to change anything? Which I know is a very bizarre statement. And I I mean, it just seems bizarre even to say it. Um, Because the energy for me with that is like, if we have that awareness, we don't have to change anything, then we'll actually be aware of the infinite choices to changing anything. Yeah, I know it's, it's, the, uh, it's the access consciousness crazy phrase. Everything is the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. Because that's where we're at. Like it doesn't have you, if, if you don't have to change it, if you don't make it wrong and that you have to change it, if you're in allowance of it, then you will be way more aware of what's possible then if you're making it wrong and you have to change it right now and you've got this push energy and you've got this force energy and yeah, I just, uh, yeah. (laughs) I hope I'm making sense to you guys because I'll tell you what, it has just contributed so much to me, all of this uh, awareness and shifting and really acknowledging what is. And in this moment, we have got to go to break. I just noticed the time. So we will be right back. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net the future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. All right. Welcome back, everybody. And I apologize for kind of cutting off so quickly. The last segment. Oh my gosh, I um, sometimes don't realize how much I talk. So anyway, here we are, second segment. So please keep in mind, first segment was all about not being wrong, not having to change it, just being in total allowance of what is in that moment. So after that, if you would like to change it, here are some things. Um, one, and this one I have been so freaking aware of, is who does it belong to? Like This is a tool that we learn in Access Bars. So if you've taken Access Bars, you've learned about this tool. Who does it belong to? In fact, I learned it in January of 2011, and I didn't take my first bars class until June of 2011, uh, mostly because there was nowhere to take it. This was way back when, you know, you had to walk uphill to school both ways in the snow. Uh, There was really nobody around who facilitated these classes. So anyway, we, Hubby and I took it in June of 2011. So in January of 2011, I started listening to a radio show and she talked about who does it belong to. So that was my first real introduction to this tool. And it still took me until February of 2015 to actually really, truly, truly get it. And I will say this, I probably still don't quite get it. Like I probably still have way more to get about it. But in February of 2015, I took a very advanced class with Gary Douglas, uh, the seven day, and it was in India. And it was one of those classes that I knew I had to be at. Like I knew I had to be at because I would not have, you know, really chose that class uh, and I knew I had to. So I went to that class and honestly, I never, ever realized before to the degree that nothing is ours. Nothing is ours unless it is infinite joy, infinite space, infinite possibilities, infinite wealth, infinite kindness, infinite orgasmic energy, all of that yumminess. Unless it's that, it is not yours. And I know that just saying that, like, it's fine. Okay, sure, I'll use that tool, Glenice. Yeah, I've got a, you know, I'm having a tough day and I go, oh, who's that belong to return to sender? Okay, lightens up for, you know, 4.2 seconds and then it's back. I get that too. So I'm going to use my hashtag, get your butt to foundation, because there's actually a body process in the foundation class that you learn that will contribute to you changing it more, especially those of you who don't seem to have much success with it. There's a body process called the biomimetic mimicry. 
And, um, and you don't have to take a foundation. You could actually find somebody who has taken a foundation class, or you can go uh, find somebody who facilitates the body process classes and see if they've got that class coming up. Just if you struggle with who does it belong to, if you've used it before, please find a way to get more information about that process and receive it and gift it all the time. Uh, and so really what happened at that seven day that uh, people would go up to the microphone and what happens at classes is people go to the microphone and ask a question and that's how the class is created. And so people would go up to the microphone, ask Gary a question and he would say either, well, who does that belong to? Or is that yours? So they might say, I'm really struggling with my husband. He's being a jerk and he won't let me go to all the classes I want to. And he will, you know, Gary would listen and then he would say, is that yours? Who does that belong to? And it was just shocking to me because I don't mean he did it once or twice or 10 times. He did it for 99% of the questions that were asked at the microphone. And not one person could say it was theirs. And I, I, I mean, it took me a few days to catch on to what he, you know, what, what was going on. And then when I finally did, I was like, wow, none of it is ours. Now, if we still play with it as though it's ours, then hey, that's, you know, there's still more choices to be made around it. But the first step is really recognizing it's not ours. So even though I might throat punch somebody in the moment when my feet are really hurting, if they say, well, Glenice, that's not yours, I might throat punch them. Uh, I know it's not mine. And so also taking those, you know, the action that's required and also acknowledging, hey, it's not mine and asking other questions around that. So with body stuff, it could be like, who, whose body am I healing? Or is it mine, someone else's, or something else's? So it could be the Earth's. I mean, there's so many different things that it can be. Uh, so you just want to stay in question with it, but also out of the wrongness of it. So if I have, um, you know, if it flares up and I'm in constant wrongness of it, I'm not going to be able to uh, have the infinite awareness of what other questions might contribute. So you want to look at that too, because it really is this space of, okay, cool, yeah, it's not mine, totally get that, I get that it's, yep, not mine, and what's it going to take to change it? The first, well, this, I'm going to say the second step, because the first step is getting out of the wrongness, as we talked about in the entire first segment. The second step, who does it belong to? Return to sender with consciousness. Now, of course, if you get that it's yours, like, you know, so let's say you've got something going on and you say, who does that belong to? And you get, oh, no, this is totally mine. You may want to clear everywhere that you've bought that it's yours in whatever way you like to clear. Of course, in Access Consciousness, we use the clearing statement, but however you like to clear things, just clear everywhere you've bought that it's yours. Because I know that stuff, especially stuff that seems to be going on for a while or is really intense. That's why I say, if somebody said to me in the moment when my feet were really intense that it's, you know, that's not yours, Glennies, I would throw punch them, is because it, like, how can it not be in that moment? And even though, I mean, I'm saying that as somebody who doesn't know, but I, and I am aware that it's not mine. And we want to be really aware of that, that in those moments, even if it's a money problem that you've had for 25 years, even if it's uh, past expenditures that, that you've had for 50 years, they're not yours. They're not, that, that is not yours. Now, we still are required, it still uh, requires us to change it. Now, for some things, just the acknowledgement that it's not ours and returning to sender with consciousness attached, that's all that's required. For other things, depending on how long that you've bought the lie that it's yours, it may take more. And you may require to go to, you know, in my case, I'm seeing physio, I'm doing other things, I'm doing the body processes, hubby's running body processes on them every night. There's all sorts of other things that I'm doing along with the awareness, hey, that's not mine. So really look at that too, because a lot of times people say, um, you know, for, for example, weight is something that, you know, having excess weight, you know, truth is that yours. So if it's not return to sender with consciousness attached 
And then what is required to change it? Because just acknowledging it's not yours, if you've had it for even five months or five years or 50 years, it is very possible that there's other action required to take it along with acknowledging that it's not yours. So there's more pieces to it. And the first step, especially when you're having a tough day, like honestly, on the planet right now, (laughs) tough days are very common. This is where a lot of people are operating from. So looking at that too, wherever you're at and being like, okay, so is this truly mine? No? Okay, return to sender with consciousness. And then what's it going to take to change it? What action is required? What else is possible with changing this that I've never considered? What choice could I choose to change this that I've never considered? What choice is available that I've never considered that would change this? What can I be and do different today to change this? Like what, whatever's, whatever's kind of there in that moment, be asking that so that you're acknowledging it not, it's not yours and there's some action to take. And it might be as simple as turning on uh, music that you love and maybe doing a little dance or maybe turning on an audio of, you know, an access class or one of these radio shows or something to shift that energy. But it's not wrong. It's not wrong that it's there in the first place. So again, we're remembering that we're doing this from the energy of, okay, what what would I like to create? Not because I shouldn't have this. Yeah. Because how often have we changed something, not from the choice of changing it or the energy of changing it, like choosing to change it because it would create greater for us in that moment, but forcing ourselves to change it because we shouldn't be a certain way. And we probably grew up with that. You know, kids should be heard and not seen, or no. (laughs) Kids should be seen and not heard. You know, you go to school and you need to sit and be quiet. And, you know, so we've been given that message our entire life that we have to, we have to change, we have to change, we have to change. So we've been forcing ourselves to change because we're wrong. You know, every breath we take is wrong. So we're forcing ourselves to change. So what if we stop that? And we choose to be an allowance of us and we choose to know we're not wrong. And then we choose to change whatever it is we would like to change for us, not for anybody else, but for us. And so we've got those ones. The other one that I would say, and this is one that works really well for me, uh, is getting my bars ran. So access consciousness, one of the first tools that you learn, one of the first classes you take is called access bars, 32 different points on the head, and it dissipates the energy. And for me, especially when when kind of all of this stuff is going on, I'm choosing all of this, uh, then getting them ran a lot is required and it used to be like you know I'd hear people say oh I got my bars ran and oh it feels so good and you know they won't need them run for a week or a month or something and for me it's often daily and I don't mean daily all my like every day kind of like daily until I've got a reset (laughs) that's probably the best word uh, to kind of match the energy and and again when we do it from it's not wrong it would just we would just like to have some space or like to to change it into something we'd like to be creating then that what I'm calling that reset is kind of getting out of the energy of oh this is horrible and this is wrong and this is bad and I'm horrible and wrong and bad and getting my bars around and that might take 10 days in a row it might take two days in a row I don't know that I've ever went 10 more than 10 days um and cool what would that take I mean I know people who've done it for 30 days in a row got their bars ran ah what would that take that just feels really yummy right now so you know and that's the other thing is we're infinitely aware so when you get your bars ran (laughs) it exponentializes your awareness which then you again want to go back to who does it belong to return to center with consciousness Now, another piece of that, and this was something that I was also aware of with myself, is the energy of distraction. So what it kind of shows up like is, I'm going to say I'm aware of, but haven't haven't told myself yet, (laughs) 
<laughs> but energetically, I'm aware that there's kind of like this doorway of even more possibilities available. And then instead of choosing to go through that doorway, there's like, oh my gosh, now I'm having this tough day with this and, and then my feet hurt and I've got this going on and there's this. And, and so it becomes like a distraction so I don't have to go through the door. And that's another piece that I've just become so aware of for myself. And again, it's not wrong. We don't have to walk through every door of infinite possibilities. We don't have to continue to create greater if we don't wish to. It's just the piece that you want to be aware of it. And so like when I was saying, I wasn't telling even myself that. I mean, obviously I was aware of it because I'm speaking about it now, but I wasn't being honest enough with myself about it. So the distractions of all the, you know, this is not working and this isn't the way it should be and this should be happening quicker. And um, in, in fact, the energy of it probably, I, I, I said to a friend of mine, it's like it felt like I was walking through sludge. Like everything was on slow motion. <laughs> and I didn't realize how well I don't like slow anymore. And that's what it seemed like. And, and so from that energy of like just looking and going, wow, I'm aware that in like 0.02 seconds, I could, f you know, um, open up, like metaphorically open up that door of infinite possibilities. And yet I've been basically turned away from it distracting myself with all of these other things so look at that too like those tough days those tough moments get out of the wrongness of it is it yours return to center with consciousness and then check in like what is the value of playing with it and that's not always an easy question I know because I ask it all the time I ask it of people in my classes I ask it of me I ask that question all the time because it actually gets you to the energy of it. And for me, when I was really willing to be honest with myself, it's like, yeah, I am distracting myself from creating even greater. There was whatever I chose with it, and it's not right, it's not wrong, I just chose to go, wow, I would rather be over here uh, picking my nose <laughs> than choosing greater. How does it get any better than that? You know, and it kind of sounds like I've just had this, you know, horrific trauma, drama, crazy. And it's not that at all. It's just very different from what I normally, you know, choose and create. And it's okay. Like, that's the coolest piece where I'm at now, thankfully, is that it's, it's not right. It's not wrong. And, and when things are flowing and I'm, you know, all that other stuff, that's not right. And it's not wrong. And so it's just such an invitation to get out of the judgment and into the space of possibilities. There's no matter what, if we've decided being happy is right and being sad is wrong, then if being sad is required, we'll never ever be able to choose it because there's all this energy put into the wrongness of it. Now I say being happy, I mean, I've got a couple of happy events coming up this week. So obviously there's, a, there's an energy to happiness and I get that there's, um, I prefer to be happy. My body prefers that happiness, uh, that energy over, you know, say the sadness, but it doesn't make it right and it doesn't make it wrong. You know, if you have somebody, let's say somebody died in your life, there's going, I don't want to say there's going to be grieving, doesn't have to be, there may be grieving and it may show up as sadness for you. And what if that's okay? Like, what if we just truly get out of the right and the wrong into the space of possibilities, into the space of um, what would we like to create? Like, really, what would we like to create? Now, that's a question, again, a little bit, if you're having a tough day, that might be not, not be the first question you ask. It might be, too. It's not wrong. Uh, but sometimes that question is a way to kind of fix it or to change it right away, and that may not be where you're at. So getting into the wrongness of it and then getting into, you know, return to center with consciousness, all of that, then you might eventually go to what you would like to create, and you might do it first off. It's just to know that, that it's okay to be in it, to choose it. And ultimately, that's what we're doing, no matter what. Whether we're choosing happy, we're choosing sad, we're choosing uh, a day that's flowing along lovely, we're choosing a day that's uh, not flowing at all. 
It's all choice. And we want to recognize that too. Tough days are choices too. And they're not wrong. They're not wrong. Okay, on that not wrong note, I am going to head to break and we'll be right back. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking all about dealing with tough days, not changing them, fixing them, pushing them under the rug, but dealing with them. And I'm not even sure that that's the right word, but something, being okay with tough days. Maybe that's the better uh, title because it really isn't about it being wrong. It's about acknowledging what is in that moment and not changing it from anything other than if you would like to change it if you would if that would just create more for you if that feels yummier then what's it going to take to change it and we've talked in the second segment about different pieces with that and then the other one that I would say is maybe depending on the day depending on the toughness depending on what's going on uh, what would you like to create and really getting into that energy, really getting into that, I don't know if energy, like really being aware of that. Because I know, again, I'm going to use my feet as an example, like when, when they're really sore, when, when it's really hard to even walk, um, asking for what I would like, or even being aware of what I would like isn't the first thing on my mind and what would it take to change that like truly I'm saying that and I don't mean it from the place of that's the normal that's the way it should be that's the way it has to be I'm just acknowledging that a lot of times when there's that much intensity in my world doesn't mean this is true for you but in my world that's the probably one of the last things on my mind yet it's one of the things that would change it. And so that kind of goes back to what I talked about uh, on the segment segment around distraction, right? So if we're, you know, if as I'm walking and it's hurting and I'm focusing more on the hurting rather than asking for what it would be or what I would like to create, there's information in that for me. And again, it is not wrong. It's just information. So we can start being the allowance, the infinite allowance that we truly be when we're present with all of these pieces, even just the awareness of what I'm choosing, right? So when I'm focusing on the pain or the intensity, as we call it in access, rather than asking for what I would like, then what am I actually choosing? 
And if I allow myself the awareness of that without judgment, then what's actually possible? Because it's like, oh, okay, cool. That's right. Here I am. I'm choosing the exact opposite of what I would like. Okay, so what's it going to take to change that? Oh, I could make another choice. So then really, it's just like a retraining where whatever it is for you, I mean, I'm talking about intensity in my feet. And the reason that we call it intensity and access rather than pain is the minute we call it pain that it actually solidifies it and it makes it real and in what is actually occurring is our body is giving us some information and so then you know it, it this reality we say oh it, there's pain but it's actually just if we acknowledge what is it's intensity so my body is giving me some information really intensely in you know in this case in my feet at times and and then it just takes the significance off it it also gives us the space to be with what is rather than the minute we call it pain, then our body's like, oh, oh, I was just letting you know, uh, whatever, you know, every, every, everything's going to be different for people, uh, whatever it is. And now you would like pain. Okay, I can give you pain. So it's like, really, it's just really being aware of the energy that the words hold and acknowledging what is instead of going into the story. Like my feet hurt is actually going to solidify it and make it very difficult to change it rather than I'm perceiving intensity in my feet. Now, if I were to go to the doctor or when I went to the physio, I did not say to him, I'm perceiving intensity in my feet. <laughs> that would be weird. Um, although I would have to say my physio, he would, he would probably enjoy that. But uh, for the most part, you know, if we're talking to the general public, then we use the words they can hear. But for yourself, be really honest and, and aware of the energy when you're talking about things. Because it's so interesting to me how often we can uh, be saying something and actually saying the opposite of what we would actually like to be saying or we think that we're saying. You know, even the word want, the definition in the dictionary for the most part is actually to lack. And how often do we say, I want more money, I want uh, my feet to feel good, I want, I want. And we're actually energetically saying, I lack. Now, the cool thing about that is you can use that to your advantage. You can change it. You can be like, I want, um, sorry, I don't want money. Now, if you say that 10 times, you're actually acknowledging what is true. I don't lack money. Because you don't lack money. We live in an infinite universe. So if you start acknowledging what is, I don't want money, 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 I don't want money. Totally different energy, right? It just becomes really fun. And you're you're saying what is actually true. I don't lack money. You don't lack money. The minute you buy into the lie that you do lack money, that becomes the problem. So acknowledging what is paying attention to the words when you're speaking, how you feel, because that will also let you know where, what the, like what's going on if actually what you're saying is true. So kind of got off track with the pain and intensity, but it to me is something really, uh, it shifted a lot for me over the last few years. Well, I mean, I started studying access in 2011. So all of these years where actually being aware of what I'm saying or being willing to be more aware, I'm not 100%, but being willing to be more aware of what I'm actually saying and what I'm asking for, you know, and this is what we're talking about, kind of like, what am I choosing? By whining about my feet, what am I choosing? And I would say I really only whine to myself. <laughs> I know you know what that's a lie I actually whined to hubby too and and that's okay and so just acknowledging hey I'm whining and this is I'm, I'm asking for more of what I'm getting and that's where I'm at right now because we don't want to again we don't want to do what I've been talking about in the other segments where it has to be this reaction of I can't have this it means I'm doing something wrong so I must change it right away and it's just this is bad and this is like no it's like hey what is what would I like to have what would I like to create and that question, I just love that question. I just love that question because it reminds me that I'm not a victim. And the who does it belong to for me, that's an energy, that victim energy is one that I am so incredibly aware of on the planet. And sometimes I can forget that I'm aware of it. And sometimes I can buy the lie that it's actually mine. 
and get into that. So when I remember to ask the question, what would I like to create here? That's when the magic occurs. Because then I go, oh, wait, what would I like to create here? Means I've actually been creating this. And I'm not wrong, but what would I like to create? And then the cool thing is we've got a ton of tools, which I've talked about some already. There are so many different tools that you can be utilizing to change it if you choose to change it. And if you don't, that's okay too. (laughs) Now, one of the things in terms of the tools that I've really been using through this uh, stuff has been actually to clear the demons. And it's something that I've, you know, talked about. The first time I ever did it was uh, actually September of 2012 after a call with Gary and Dane. And it, you know, just shifted so much for me. And I used it for probably about six months almost straight, I would say. And then just, you know, bits and pieces here and there over the years and just found it to be less and less required, except throughout this. And so to the degree that I've been using it, and I know that I'm not the only one, uh, I've actually put together a call. So we're going to do a call on uh, Wednesday, March 27th at 9 a.m. Mountain Daylight Time, uh, which is 11 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, if you can figure out your time from there. Or, you know, if you'll, you'll get an email about this from me uh, and with all the information in it. But basically, it's going to be a group demon clearing for anybody else who's been going through uh, maybe similar, maybe tough days, maybe kind of unexplained stuff going on that they're just ready to be done with. Because uh, I get how much it contributes when we do this sort of stuff together. And and uh, yeah, there's just been, been so many people. So watch for that information. If you don't have it, if you haven't seen it yet, by the time you listen to this, just reach out to me and I will get you the link for it. Because I know it is, at least for me, it is so time for this to be done and get out of the victim role and into the creators that we truly be because we are creators. We are the creators of our life. Even when we're playing victim, we are still the creators of our life. So if you're willing to and you're ready to just hop on the call with us, I am so excited for this and for us to play together as a group. I did it once a number of years ago. I did a call. It's called Clearing the Demons Barricading Your Wealth. And I would say to this day, it's still one of the most potent calls that I've done. It was just so phenomenal. Uh, And this one is going to be, I don't actually know the title yet. We're going to put it together today. So, um, but I just know it's about clearing the demons. So it's not about just wealth because I don't get that energy. I get it's around Um, even creating your life or clearing the demons stopping you from being the creator of your life or I don't know exactly how I'll word it but you will get something about it if not uh, fine just reach out to me and I'm happy to get it for you and of course the clearing demons or clearing and clearing the demons easy for me to say is actually quite easy to do anytime that you just wonder if there's any there you just return to from whence you came never to return to us or this reality ever again return to from whence you came never to return to us or this reality ever again and just over and over a few times and then I usually followed up with the clearing statement but whatever way you would like to do that uh, just to really just shift it and change it and know that you hired them they can't be there unless you hired them and this is just the the what's required to fire them so it just becomes um really easy and not significant and really potent when you're willing to change it and you're willing to go beyond what you hired them for that's what I love. So, okay. And then another tool when you're, when you're willing to change the toughness, the stuff you're going through, uh, is the question of like, what is right about this I'm not getting? And then the other way to ask that, and not that necessarily about the other way, but another question similar, uh, is what greatness is this inviting me to? Yeah, I love that question. Like, what if we could actually acknowledge that everything it is inviting us to our greatness because it just shifts it right it takes us out of the out of the victim and this is so horrible and why do things happen to me or you know whatever energy we're in into like what greatness is this inviting me to it just flips it around because there's always greatness there's always something greater that we can choose and especially when we're in that tough moment when, and we're ready to change it, we're choosing to change it, 
we can look at it from, okay, what is this? What is this inviting me to change? What is this inviting me to look at? You know, so I can, I can be with the whole feet thing from the place of this is horrible and I should have better shoes or I shouldn't have done that or I should do this or all of that. But I just, I look at, you know, the greatness that it is inviting me to. And believe me, there are times that I would say there's none. Um, I, you know, I'll, I'll admit that. And when they're not in, as intense as they can be, there is this space of, okay, well, look at, look at what it's invited me to. Look at the connections. Look at the, you know, the physio guy. I just, I just adore him. He's amazing. The whole physio space, it's this huge building and they do all sorts of stuff in there. They have all sorts of like Cairo and massage and everything. And it's just, it's really cool to go into and my body loves going there, you know, and not that I need to make it right either. So we're not asking that, but it's like, what greatness is it inviting me to? What else might be possible with this that I wouldn't have even looked at without this, without choosing this other thing? So really, there's so many different tools to change it when we're, cha- when we're willing to change it, when we get that it would create greater. What's right about this I'm not getting? What greatness is this inviting me to? And then, you know, one that you learn again in the bars class, but what else is possible with this I've never even considered? And I look at different things over my years with my, with my body, I guess, you know, and I was thinking about this the other day, it's like, I'm looking at what I have changed over the years, different things that have come up that have went away that, you know, were said they couldn't go away or that it would only go away if I did this, that, that I've been able to change with my body. And it all kind of comes to the energy of acknowledging what is uh, and and what is the information? Not from the wrongness, but what is the information? And the really cool thing that I would say for myself with this whole foot thing uh, is that it hasn't stopped me. And that's what my personal trainer keeps saying to me. It's like, and not that she uses these words, but basically acknowledge that you have the reason and justification to stop more than ever before. And it's not stopping me. And that, I mean, that's something to celebrate. I'll tell you that right now. Because before I'd be like, I'd get a hangnail. I'd be like, oh, I've got to stop. (laughs) So I would stop. And now it's like, no. And I will listen to my body. And it is about, you know, the awareness and and being aggressively present while I'm doing it. Because one of the, the things that is going on with the feet from, you know, the diagnosis state is tendonitis. So you don't necessarily feel it right away, but you feel it after quite intensely. Um, so it's being aggressively present while I'm doing things with the trainer or even at home from that place of, okay, because it doesn't hurt right then. So the aggressive presence of, okay, is this okay? And with every one, is this okay? would you like this body? And it's just, it's just been really interesting. And of course, then clearing the points of views about tendonitis and that it's takes months to heal or, you know, all that stuff, just knowing that anything is possible and that I don't have to change it. It's okay if I don't, and it's not going to stop me. And that's an energy I have just really, um, just been so grateful for and the willingness to choose that. And it might even be something to look at for yourself in terms of those tough moments, those tough days, is like, what could you acknowledge? What, what have you, you know, are you, are you still breathing? <laughs> Did you get out of bed? And maybe you didn't get out of bed, but maybe you brushed your teeth and went back to bed. You know, depending, I mean, I talk about tough days with my feet. There's people that are, you know, they've, they've had loved ones that have died or they've got, you know, things that they're going through that, that, maybe don't even want to get out of bed or wish that they, you know, weren't here anymore, all of those things. But start acknowledging then what you have chose and that you are still here. Maybe you don't want to be, but you are still here. You're still choosing it. So it's like celebrating those those pieces also, because honestly, everything, everything should be celebrated, even the crazy so that we start acknowledging, one, that it's a choice, and two, that we could choose something different. And if we don't, it's okay. I know, I told you at the beginning I was going to sound like a broken record with that, but man, this has just been so loud in my world. And uh, <sighs> what if nothing is wrong? 
And what if even tough days, tough situations, tough moments, what if they're not wrong? What if self-pity isn't wrong? What if wanting to throw punch people isn't wrong? Like, what if we're never wrong? Then what's possible? And even if we don't choose anything, like anything beyond it, still, what if we celebrate that? Yeah, yeah, because you, my sweet friend, you are celebratable. You, for what you have chosen to this moment and what you're going to continue to choose, even though you're probably going to judge the fuck out of yourself because it's not what you think it should be, what if you stop that? And what if you celebrate what you have chosen? What if you celebrate that you are choosing? Whatever you're choosing, doesn't matter. Let's celebrate it. Yeah, so have an awesome week, sweet friends, and I look forward to chatting with you next week. for making the glenice show part of your life listen again next week thursday at 6 p.m eastern time and 3 p.m pacific time on the voice america empowerment channel and continue changing your life